Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back. My name is Holly. And I'm Zoe. And this is my best friend Zoe. Okay, I'm so sorry, you guys. Well, okay. If you hear a lot of coughing or a lot of muted random silences, that's because Zoe and I are muting ourselves to cough because we both have a terrible cough because of where we went, which was Hawaii and the Vogue. Beware Beware the the Vogue. I threw off its groove. Um, <laughs> yeah, so if we sound a little disgusting, I'm sorry, but we really wanted to get another podcast up for you guys, and so we're just braving it and recording, despite the fact that neither one of us can talk for a long period of time without hacking on air. That's literally it. It's so, like, it's like we just choke on air. It's great. Yeah, it's like it's we really weird. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, I'm really sorry if we cough into the mic. We'll try and meet ourselves as much as possible. Um, but that's just kind of where we're at in life right now. So welcome to chapter three. Chapter three, this is the destination. We're going to be talking travel and all that fun stuff. So before we get into it, you want to go into our first segment, Zoe? Yes. Okay. So as usual, we're going to start it off by talking about where we fall on the plot structure this week. Um, so, like I said last week, I have to be very intentional about thinking about just my week. But for this week, I think I am in the exposition of my storyline. Um, okay. I'm kind of setting the scene. I yeah. have some Why? new uh, location scouting going on, if you want to call it that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that, like, I'm in the... In the, um, what is it called? Not the epilogue, but the freaking prologue. prologue. Oh, yeah. She's unwell. Okay. Yeah. I'm in like the prologue, if that even is a section. Like, I know exposition is technically like the plot, but if I was in a book, I'd be the prologue. So tell us a little bit more, because I feel like you gave us like a little hint as to why, but you okay. didn't give us like the okay. full reasons why. So you don't have to say everything, but just give us a little more context to why you're choosing this. Okay, so I- I'm moving. I'm moving. Yeah. And I don't have like a specific spot that I'm moving to yet. I haven't made my decision on like apartment, roommates. Like I, I have a lot of questions up in the air. So because of that, I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to be where I'm at (laughs) at this moment. Um, Okay. The big T, Zoe's getting divorced. That's the T. Okay. Oh, she's in on it. I just, I don't, I don't, (laughs) oh my God. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to say that. So whatever. Zoe is getting divorced. We'll that is all the information anybody needs to know. That's, about that later. That's, yeah, I'm not going into detail. If you need to know, you've known. And if you didn't need to know, you didn't need to know. Okay, great. So because of that, like, I don't, it, it's not that I can't live where I live right now. Like Gage and I are amicable and everything. Like I could live there. But I think for it's both hard. of us, it's just better with this transition of like becoming individuals again in a different way. Like, for us not to be living under the roof every single day. So with that being yeah. said, I packed up some stuff this week and I am moving into Holly's 
guest room slash office. Um, and oh so uh, like tomorrow we're like going to be cleaning it out, kind of like setting it up so I can have like a space and stuff, which is great. Yeah. But that's why I mean, like I'm setting the scene because it's not a permanent scene, but like it's my scene it's for right kind of now. like the first step in this process of kind of like yeah being exactly. more on your own essentially okay it's, i got it i got it yeah i got it i got it like and that's just like there's a lot of things that need to happen besides that that are happening this week um that are allowing me to set the scene because like i got served my papers officially this week like things are actually like starting yeah. to progress in this because it's been a few months since we had our split if you want to call it that so now it's like the ball's finally rolling and you know once we get a court date things will make more sense so with that being said i'm in that like prologue to my new chapter story chapter book got it yeah love it that's more detail sorry i got really aggressive there for a minute i wasn't really thinking i was gonna say all that but i'm kind of like tired of tiptoeing around the subject i feel like most people that are close to me know at this point. Yeah. So I'm not like publicly like going to put it on guessed. my socials or anything, but like people can put two and two together. Like if you look, yeah, and, like, see like, our not life, in the mood to just continue to hide it anymore, essentially. Yeah. I'm not in the mood to just act like it's like some terrible, like I think there's a stigma on divorce and it's like, it is what you make it. You know what I mean? So I'm just tired of just being yeah. like, Oh, Oh God. Can't, talk can't say that word i don't know so yeah i feel that anyway sorry if i'm going out a lot you guys i just yeah coughing. it's funny because i it can gets hear worse you for me when i talk i know you can hear me upstairs but yeah. it gets worse when i talk a lot mm-hmm. which is great for podcasting i know so anyways i am not in the exposition i don't think i am saying that i'm in the falling action um just because, and I feel like I said I was in the falling action, like, the first podcast. I don't remember. Maybe I was at the resolution. I don't remember. But anyways, I feel like I'm at the falling action this week just because I just got back from a trip, unpacking, getting back settled into work. Um, so I just feel like I'm kind of, at this point, kind of tidying up the loose ends, as it says, like, as the description of the falling action. Um, and then next week, you know, I'll be probably back to setting the scene, building the tension, back to the beginning of a story. But I feel like, to me, the trip to Hawaii was, like, big storyline. And I'm, like, closing up that storyline, if that makes sense. So that's yeah. where I'm putting myself. She said, does that make sense? It kind of cut out at the end of what you said. So I was just filling that in for them. And of then I said... Of course it did. Yes, it does make sense. Um, the fact that I read your lips and knew that you said that, I'd like to applaud myself because I just know you. I'm really proud of you. Can you, get, so, can you yeah. hear my clapping? Oh, it sounds so like petite. Anyway. Petite um, little one. Yeah. Okay, so, stop sharing your screen because I want to be able to see your face. Okay, Zoe okay. shares her screen with me so I can read the different like descriptions of the like points in the plot because I can never remember all of them. Mm-hmm. So... I'm here for sorry sorry hold on oh like i okay so if you guys don't know what vog is vog v-o-g is volcanic fog so it's like 
The volcanoes are erupting on Big Island. And we weren't even on Big Island. We were on Oahu. And it carries mm-hmm. through the air all the way to Oahu. And we went on a, um, like, what is it, like a tour on, um, mm-hmm. what is it called? Kualoa Ranch. Kualoa Ranch. And, like, we were in these school buses that didn't have windows. So, like, dirt was already getting in there, too. Plus that, hold on. Very dirty. <laughs> now Zoe's coughing. It's so sad. Anyways, we were on yeah. these like school buses with no windows driving through dirt. So it's like kicking up a bunch of dirt on top of the fact that like the VOG was really intense that day. Like we were told multiple times about it. Um, and they said like you might experience, <coughs> sorry, shortness of breath for a couple days or have a cough. Um, sorry, guys, I'm not. And they weren't lying. Every single one of them. No, they really weren't lying. And I think. It's exacerbated because my mom had a sinus infection on the trip and then I got a little bit sick, but not nearly as sick as Zoe did. And then yeah. Zoe got a sinus infection on the trip. So it was just like sick on top of VOG or whatever. But like this cough, I think is still VOG because mm-hmm. it feels different than any other cough I've ever had. It literally feels like you're like choking on dry air. And I feel like you kind of get that sometimes for different reasons, but that's like not us both muting at the exact same time sorry i that was so funny we like looked at each other and both started coughing that was so funny you're muted holly wait so was i not muted for my cough ew i'm sorry that might have been really gross you guys no you like muted and coughed like it i don't know (laughs) <laughs> okay well if you heard that i'm really sorry this is gonna be chaos anyway but this is what you signed up for it is when zoe and i said we were doing a podcast you signed up for chaos so that's not my you problem do. welcome to the party okay enough about coughing let's talk about our trip okay, beyond yeah. the Seriously. fog okay let's talk okay so holly where did you go first you went somewhere before hawaii mm. the city of angels los angeles um I went to Los Angeles with my mom. We stayed there for, it was like three days, but like by the time we traveled there, had like two days and we like left the next day. It was basically like two days of like actual time to be in Los Angeles. And it was my first ever time. And I really enjoyed it in some ways. And then other ways I was really surprised. Like I have always known that homelessness was an issue in like Hollywood and Los Angeles area. Like it's kind of like a known thing that it's like they've got a homeless issue. I just don't think I was prepared for how bad it was. And like you see homeless people in Atlanta quite frequently. It's not uncommon here either. But I don't think I've ever seen it to that degree of, like, seeing an individual with literally nothing but the shirt on their back. Like, mm-hmm. that was really jarring. And um, I just, I don't know. It was, like, I was very surprised by it because not that any kind of homelessness is better than another. But around Atlanta, a lot of people at least have, like, belongings. Sometimes even a tent and sleeping bag and coats and stuff that they need to, like... <coughs> Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm that sorry. was so funny. <laughs> but they definitely heard that cough. That was so bad. Um, I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm so sorry. No, that was funny. But But yes. Um, they kind of have like some basic ex- essentials for survival. But 
Yeah, it was just different. So kind of weird and sad that that was like my number one takeaway from Los Angeles is that the homelessness problem is like way worse than I thought it was. I was just surprised Um, how dirty Los Angeles was the first time I went. Yeah, like going down Hollywood Boulevard is sad because it's like all of this like cool history and stuff. But like, again, obviously Mm -hmm. people are homeless and don't have a place to relieve themselves. But like the amount of times I walked by and it just smelled like pee Mm -hmm. was, yeah, it just it is not clean. And it's um, unless maybe you live over in like Beverly Hills or Hollywood Hills or where it's really nice, I cannot see the appeal of living there, quite frankly, at Mm -hmm. all. I I, maybe I just wasn't in the nicest areas, but we traveled kind of around a bit. Um, But I do not see the appeal of Los Angeles. Sorry, guys. But what I did enjoy was I loved the production studio tours. We went and toured the Warner Brothers studio and Paramount Studios, and they were very interesting tours and very different. Warner Brothers was much more focused on, like, Harry Potter and big flashy things and Friends and Big Bang Theory, and Paramount was much more focused on, like, the history of Hollywood and some of, like, the classic movies like Citizen Kane and um, I don't know why it's the one movie I can think of right now. Say but, that again. Um, like Grease to me is a classic. Oh, I was saying that Paramount Studios is more focused on um, Citizen Kane like, and what? Oh, I said Grease. I said I couldn't remember uh, like other one I was trying to think of, but then I was like Grease to me is a classic, even though it's not you know got like an Oscar or anything like that. But hmm. you know what I mean. Um, so it was more focused on like old Hollywood. And very, very different, but still very cool. And I really enjoyed both of those tours. I would take them both again, because um, I just, I I loved them so much. Like, seeing the back lots, the production studios, all the behind-the-scenes stuff, I geek out over it. So that was a really, really fun time. Um, but, cool. yeah. I would highly recommend visiting Los Angeles. I don't know that I would recommend living there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Where I would recommend living is Hawaii. Hawaii, I would recommend living because, 1,000%. I mean, I I think I speak for both Holly and I when I tell you guys, we belong in Hawaii. Like, genuinely, so I jumped a little bit, sorry. After uh, LA, Holly did get on a flight to Hawaii. I got on a flight to Hawaii. We both flew. We both got in around like an hour or so between each other. Um, my flight stopped in Washington. Um, so I had like a little short layover, but regardless, we got to the island and we literally went to sleep the first night. Like we just all were, we got in kind of late. So yeah, we all went to sleep. And then like from that moment on though, it was like, everything was just heaven. Like it literally just felt like, which is funny because literally we were sick for the most of the trip, but I didn't. I, I didn't still even had mind so it. much fun. Yeah, no, I literally still had so much fun. It was so relaxing. Like the spirit of Aloha is so real. Everyone is so nice. Every time someone would like let me into merge in traffic, I was like, this would never happen in Atlanta. These people oh, are never. so nice. Like, yeah. And my friend lives on the island, and like I was asking her about that, and she was like, "Oh yeah, we just like throw the little Aloha sign up and like." That's how you know if a person like lives here because we let people in. Nobody honks. She was like, if you honk, yeah. 
you're like people are gonna look at you like you're crazy you're like rude like yeah, what is like, wrong with why you? Would you honk at somebody like and i was like are you joking you hear honking in atlanta? Night in atlanta like what yeah we're not nice in atlanta not with driving no 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 Mm-mm. but no hawaii was phenomenal i think i think i really fell in love with it when i was sitting on the beach at the last resort we were at because we stayed at two different resorts while we were there because my mom was playing in a soccer tournament so the first couple of days when we were by ourselves we stayed in one hotel and then we moved to a different one to be with the um, some of her teammates and at the second resort it's kind of like the beach is like there's a lagoon and like a bunch of rocks and the waves were crashing up on the rocks and it was so pretty if you remember the opening scene of greece when they're on the beach and the waves are crashing on it it literally looks like that um and then there was like obviously palm trees everywhere and the sand there is so nice and it's soft. next level it's that is so next much part level of the sand. sand yeah it's like coarse but soft and like i don't know how to explain it's so much it. like it's like the granules are so much bigger than florida's like i feel mm-hmm. like florida's you like don't see the individual granule these are almost like tiny 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 little rocks like but they're pebbles. so yeah. soft yeah mm-hmm. um it doesn't hurt but anyways yeah no it doesn't hurt um it doesn't get too hot i noticed like even when we walked out mm-hmm. barefoot on the sand like midday i didn't feel like the sand was like burning my feet like it does in florida um but i think one thing that or so anyways sorry i was trying to say that i fell in love with it when i was literally laying on the beach listening to the waves crash up on the rocks, seeing the palm trees swaying in the wind, reading my book. I was like, this is literal peace. Like, this is the most at peace I have been, I feel like, in years. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even put words to that feeling. Like, I just felt so, like, connected to the nature, (laughs) even with kids and parents running around around me. Like, it was just so peaceful. Yes. And... Yeah, I don't know. I fell. I fell in love. I just. I. I need it's to it's move crazy to because like that same day that you were doing that, I had stayed at Sally's house, and I woke up that morning, and she slept in later than me, which was surprising because I was a sick one. But like, yeah, I had my book. I, her windows were open because apparently in Hawaii it's a thing to not have AC, which really it wasn't yeah. needed. Like I wasn't hot at all. Like. It was cool the whole night. I didn't even turn on the ceiling fan. But, like, I just, like, listened to, like, the waves in the, like, distance. Read my book. And was just mm-hmm. relaxing. Had a cat Literally next to me. It was just, it was good. What like, more could you that, want? Like, there was no day where I was like, ugh, I want to go home. And I oh, feel same. like that a few times on my trips, usually. Like, I was like, mm, like, this is cool, but I could do it at home. Or, like, mm whatever like no everything like the food even driving in hawaii is better yes because not just because the people are nice but because the views everywhere Mm -hmm. you're just driving on the highway on your morning commute to work and it's like gorgeous mountains and hillside and beach and coastline like it's just stunning truly and i really wasn't prepared for how much it would take my breath away for sure Mm -hmm. and going back to what you were saying about wanting to go home you guys i am such a homebody like Normally, seven to ten days into a trip, like, seven days in, I might be a little bit grumpy homesick. 
10 days into a trip, I'm like, I want to go home. Mm -hmm. Especially if like Brendan and my cats aren't with me. Well, my cats are never with me on trips, obviously. But like, especially if Brendan isn't with me, because like, you know, he's home too. You know, like stuff mm -hmm. like that. But even 10 days into this trip, I literally, as soon as we got on the road to the head to the airport, I started tearing up and my, and I like did one little sniffle. I was like, and my mom was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I'm really pissed. We have to leave. Like I'm pissed. We have mm -hmm. to leave. And <clears throat> sorry guys, I was telling her like kind of joking, but like not that I wanted to move to Hawaii and she was not having it. She was like, you're not moving to Hawaii. Like she was not entertaining it at all. And I think in that moment she was like, oh shit, maybe maybe she really does actually kind of want to move to Hawaii, <laughs> which like, I kind of do. She's, she's not lying. We've talked about it. <laughs> um, but it's crazy it's too because yeah, I mean, it is the money, the, mo the money. Oh y'all, it is expensive to move over there. It's and like, oh, okay. The truth is, is like, you could move over there. Like we could afford, all of us could afford to, but like our standard of living would decrease and it's yeah. like, I don't think we're willing to like do that. My my townhome that's here in Atlanta probably would cost five to seven hundred thousand dollars in yes Hawaii. And I, just putting it out there, it is not a fancy home. No. It was built in the eighties. It's got quite a bit wrong with it. Like it's not. But like you can literally pay four hundred thousand dollars for a literal shack. Yes. In Hawaii. Yes. Especially on Oahu. Oh, especially. Um, so that's kind of where the hesitation is. And also the fact that, like, I'd have to figure out what to do with my whole house. Yeah. You know it's, what I mean? Yeah. And you, you know, be a really big time change for work. And there's just logistics there. But it's not oh, something yeah. that I'm not entertaining at all. It's something I'm, like, thoroughly looking into because... It's something we talk about for, like, maybe next year or, like, yeah. you know, in the future. Especially because, like, neither one of us want kids right now. Clearly, I don't. So, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> um, no, actually, that, that, that kind of goes into what I was going to say anyway. So the crazy thing for me was that, you know, this was kind of my escape trip with everything going on. It was like a very yeah. last minute decision for me. I was not originally going with Holly and her mom. And then like we mentioned it like a while ago, even before this. And I was like, oh, yeah. no, I'm not going to go. Like if I go to Hawaii, like it'll be later, like with Gage or something like that. And then all this stuff and happened. Then, no, literally like not even maybe two weeks before we had to leave i think yeah no it was like she I was like, about my, ten, like my ticket was like 14 days before the trip or something like that yeah yeah it was like i quick yeah i basically just like bit the bullet and was like you know what bump it i'm buying my tickets and i'm going i had so many miles saved up i was like i'm just gonna put all that towards it i think i ended up spending maybe like max 300 dollars on my airlines completely so i was like you know what we're doing it um, but what I was going to say was that the whole time I was there, I did not once cry about this situation. I, there were moments when I thought about like, you know, what's going on, but like there weren't yeah. moments and where we I was just about it like, some too. yeah, it's like, but I wasn't just like panicked and sad and depressed. And like, I think that I've been that kind of vibe a lot of the time, every time I bring it up and I wasn't yeah. like that until I got to the airport. I got to the freaking airport to leave. And it was like, ugh, 
I have to go back to reality and like whatever, whatever. And I genuinely think that like, it, there's two parts of it. It's like one, yeah, you take a trip somewhere and you forget about your worries. That's true. But I don't think I would have been that immersed in just like a peace and serenity anywhere else. Like if I would have been like, yeah. oh, I'll just go to Nashville for seven days and like just no, hang out. would like, not have been the same. No, it would not have been the same. Like, I don't know if it has to do with time difference. Like, I don't know what it, I, but it feels like you're on another planet, y'all. Like, if you really have does, the yeah. opportunity to go to Hawaii, go. Go. Like, do I don't, it. I don't know how much more I can say. It literally is like taking your breath away. It's like a reset. It's just like, ugh, it's amazing. I'm like already like, when can I go back? No, literally same. I'm like, would it be crazy to buy a ticket for like next week? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm ready. I'm ready no, to literally. go back. Like I just, yeah. So we wanted to talk a little bit about like traveling in general, traveling with friends, mm-hmm. the perks of it, etc. So I feel like a huge perk of traveling with friends is that like you get to make such unique memories together And I think that that's really, really special Mm -hmm. to share such core memories and um, amazing experiences together. And I really think it can, like, deepen a friendship in a different way Mm -hmm. um, and teach you about each other as well. Because, like, traveling is not always easy. There's almost always something that goes wrong during a trip. And... It really, I feel like, teaches you a lot about friends and the people that you love to travel with them and um, experience new things with them. So, yeah, but I'm interested to hear from you, Zoe. What what do you feel like is a, like a big perk of traveling, especially yes. with a friend? Okay, two things. If you can hear the cat meowing, which I'm pretty sure you can, because I can hear her in the headphones. Sorry. Um, second thing. This is kind of like a funny kind of thing, but one thing that I've noticed throughout my life, and I've traveled with a lot of friends, maybe not like to this extent, um, is that it tests your friendship in a different way. Because like you can go on trips with friends and immediately realize that you guys do not click well on like Mm. overnight trips. I feel like I know what you're referring to, but I'm not going (laughs) to. Oh, I'm referring to a lot of different situations. Oh, Um, okay. Maybe just ones I'm not aware of. Yeah, like, I'm thinking, like, even back when I was younger and, like, I would take friends to, like, um, circus camp at Callaway or, Mm -hmm. like, I would take a friend to, like, Athens for a UGA game with me. It's, like, you could tell, like, which friends you vibed with enough that, like, got you and could just, like, exist in the same place as you and not feel... Like you have to have a conversation all the time or you have to do an activity mm, all so the time. That's so big for you and I. That's yeah, so like, big for you and I. But that's what makes sense for us because like, you know, and it's crazy because I was, I think I mentioned this to like Sally or something. I was like, we do a lot of trips to Disney. We do a lot of like trips like in Atlanta, if you want to say that. Like we've gone to camp together and they're always jam packed like with things. Stuff. Like we go to Disney and we go yeah. balls to the walls. Like there is no, like maybe sometimes recently there's been like breaks, but like this yeah. was actually like a vacation and it gave us like opportunity, like where we could have really realized like, Oh, maybe we don't get along as well as we think we did. But like, nah, like it was like, Oh, yeah. you want to read? I want to read. Oh, you want to go chill by the pool? I'll chill by the pool. 
oh, you want to like, like it was just, we're so casual and like go mm-hmm. with the flow that like that's what works for us. But I think that when you take trips with friends, it'll teach you that. Cause like you'll be able to know that like maybe this girl who is your best friend, is not your travel best friend or maybe yeah. she is, you know what I mean? I don't know. It just like, it's interesting because you can really like dive into your dynamic of your friendship and learn, like you said, yeah. learn a lot about each other. And because like I think it has to do with the same thing where like you can be extroverted, but you may recharge introvertedly. And I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. that's both of us. Like we can be very outgoing, but then like <clears throat> when it hits us that we're like tired or like we're just yeah. done, we like to just chill. Even if we're not by ourselves, we don't feel like we have to be on. Like I don't have to be like, on and ready for the day to hang out with holly like you know what i'm saying yeah so i was gonna say that's like a big thing for at least our friendship is because we both kind of like need that restful time and i think what's really important is that both of us understand that and so if you say oh i really want to go snorkeling and i say i really just want to lay on the beach like i'm really tired you're either gonna go snorkeling by yourself and enjoy it and I'm gonna enjoy myself and there's not gonna be any hard feelings which in some friendships that she'd be like what the fuck is wrong with you we were going Mm -hmm. snorkeling you know what I mean or you'll hang back and rest with me and we'll go snorkeling the next day like there's never any um inability to be honest about what we want to do which you know is very hard for me like I will Mm -hmm bend to others needs so often and ignore my own and you do the same thing to be honest <laughs> um but it's easy with each other i don't know what about each other like i, I don't think know. it's just because we understand each other because we're so similar and it's like i wouldn't be telling you that i don't want to do blank mm-hmm. unless like i just didn't really actually, didn't want to do that yeah. right now you know what i mean so it's one of those things where it's like you just take everything as it is don't read into it it's not about Mm-hmm. whether or not I want to hang out with you or whether or not I want to do set activity. It's like, just right now, I just want to Don't do this, want to. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think both of us are very comfortable with like silence. And I think that's another thing that is um, very kind of almost underrated, if that makes sense. Because like, for instance, if you're riding in the car with a friend like, Zoe and I can sit in silence for a 30-minute car ride, and it's not weird. No. Versus some people will be like, can you please put on some music? Or make useless conversation. Not useless conversation, but you know what I mean. Make small yeah, talk. Yeah, like, you have to have Even a conversation Even if it's, like, not going. important. Yeah. And so I think that's another thing that makes a good, like, travel bestie is someone that you don't have to feel like you have to, like you said, kind of be on for or entertain. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, y'all can literally sit next to each other for an hour and not say a word to each other, and it's not weird or mm-hmm. an awkward silence. It's just, like, you're both sitting there in your own heads and, like, thinking or thinking about nothing, honestly, maybe sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that makes a really big difference, which is, like, a weird thing to think about, just being comfortable with silence, because not everybody is, and that's okay, but... Mm-hmm. It works for us. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but maybe it's something you try and practice your next travel day. I don't know. I mean, I think silence is very underrated, like, because we're constantly watching stuff, looking at our phone. Well, and it's like you know. that. Like, groups of people that sit at a table for dinner and they all are on their phones, that's not even silence. Like, try and not yeah, be on your phone, no, but sit there and not actually speak to each other. Like, you're going to feel awkward I almost bet it. 
Yeah, you know? no, literally. And it's, it's, well, I was going to say that, like, there's, like, no silence these days, because, like, you were saying, like, if you're sitting all and, like, looking at your phone, that's not considered silence, but, like, Mm-mm. when was the last time you literally just sat by yourself, not looking at anything, not listening to a podcast, and we're just there thinking? It's like meditating. Yeah, like, we just don't People do make that fun often. of it, but I just think that they're afraid of the silence. What, you have to oh, hear yourself yeah, 100%. think? yeah. One thing, it's funny that you say that because one thing that I talked about with um, Nana before um, she passed was talking about, like, how, um, like, this constant bombardment of, like, media and entertainment can be very, like, stifling for you creatively. Mm-hmm. We were talking about knowing oneself. <coughs> Sorry, guys. And one thing that she said that I thought was, like, so good is that how can you know yourself if you never spend time with yourself? And right. spending time with yourself is not, like, sitting on the... This is so off-topic from fucking travel, sorry. But, Still. like, spending time with yourself is not scrolling through the phone. I would consider reading probably a little bit more spending time with yourself because, like, you're making things up with your own brain, even mm-hmm. though it's kind of, you know, a story's informing it. Or, like, um, journaling. Yeah, but just, like, just, like, any kind of just quietness where you're not scrolling or consuming or whatever it is is like very underutilized I feel like right now and so anyways this is so off topic but I think that's one of the things that you can look for in a travel bestie is like making sure that you're comfortable with the same things making sure you're comfortable telling them if you don't want to do something because some people don't want to jam pack their schedule and some people do making sure you're comfortable um voicing your opinion and you're not afraid that you're going to be steamrolled into doing stuff that maybe you're not interested in or whatever um I don't know I'm trying to think of other things that are really important and kind of like a travel companion oh a big one is I think and this is you know me (laughs) I hate when people get their feathers ruffled over like small travel issues like I don't know why but like when I'm even just like in the airport and my flight's in 30 minutes and I'm still in security, I just don't even sweat it because I'm just a big believer in like whatever happens, happens. And like if you miss your flight, yeah, that really freaking sucks. But like I don't get in an angry tizzy about it and I can't handle when other people do that either. Like if people are just like... It's extra. It's not going <laughs> to change I, anything. I keep not hitting it in time. No, it's okay. Exactly. I just it's feel not like gonna it's change not going to change yeah. anything. It's funny because on my flight to, yeah, to um, Hawaii, there was a lady and. Big yawn. That was those the entire Sorry. guys. <laughs> um, there was a lady and she was like screaming at the like clerk or whatever. And I think the clerk like Man. left the desk because he was like, I mean, nobody wants yeah, to be screamed at. So then yeah. she got even more mad. And when the manager came over there, she was like, the clerk was laughing at me and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, lady, no. Well, because you, you were a fool. screaming you're a damn. And fool. she's not just screaming at him, but screaming at her like toddler who's clearly like overwhelmed and like overstimulated and it was just chaos airports but like she had missed her flight and she didn't know what to do and i just wanted to be like hey um breathe uh you're gonna have to get on a different flight they're not gonna let you on go talk to but she was literally like acting like they should just open the door for her and it was like we've been boarded like they're pulling away like 
it's over and she was like, well, the other flight was late. And it's like, I'm hearing you. But like you screaming at people, you throwing this fit, you having these reactions aren't changing anything. You're still going to have to get on another flight. And that's what I don't understand. It's like, oh, you missed your tour date or your time because you were late. Okay. Um, If they don't want to refund you, buy another one or do something else. I don't know. It's just like those little things. I'm Like it might suck. But it's, like, the people that just get so agitated and irritated and, like, vocal about it, I just can't stand it because, especially if I'm enjoying my vacation, it already sucks enough that, like, something went wrong, wrong, you know what I mean? Because I'm trying to, like, enjoy my time, but if something goes wrong... You gotta look at the sunny side. You just gotta look at the sunny side. Yeah, by acting a fool about it, then it's just, like, that's, like, extra stress that, like nobody needs like it whatever happens happens maybe you weren't meant to be on that plane for whatever reason maybe you weren't meant to catch that taxi maybe your bag got lost for whatever reason yes it freaking sucks but just like stay calm stay collected and the best part about that is that if you stay calm and collected you have a clear head to solve the issue Mm -hmm. which is a big thing I believe in and two, if you go up to the counter and you're like, hey, guys, like, I cannot believe this happened. I missed my flight. They pulled in late, whatever. If you go in, whoever is trying to assist you is going to be so much more helpful off the bat if you go in taking responsibility and not blaming them, not raising your voice, etc. than if you go in and you're like, what are you going to do to fix this? Blah, blah, blah. Ripping people heads, people's it's heads like- off like the basic it just doesn't lesson. work it's like Stop basic yelling at people for no reason be it's human like, treat people the way you want to be treated like if you don't want to be yelled at and you think somebody's laughing at you well why would you yell at and like be snarky with them you know what i'm saying it's like yeah exactly. i just it's like basic understanding yeah i don't know it's just that's my biggest pet peeve but um Okay, we're already getting like close-ish to time here. So yeah, we were gonna talk about um, other benefits of just travel in general, and um, <clears throat> sorry guys, Maybe one of the things that I was gonna say, and I kind of already said it, was just like the mental rest of travel, like just mm-hmm. like rewarding yourself because. I don't care if you think that you don't deserve it. Every single person on this earth is going through something, has stressors, has whatever going on in their life that they deserve a mental break. And when I tell you, whether it's like a weekend vacation, a daycation, a week, a month, whatever it is, I like... I look, I know parents that do daycations where they like stay one night somewhere, but they like spend the whole next day there. Um, I love that. And I just think that those are so intentional. Like, and that's what you have to do. You have to be intentional about rejuvenating yourself. Like give yourself that time to rest and recuperate and revive your soul because I'm telling you like it'll thrive and like your energy will just like blossom and then you'll feel like on top Mm. of the world because right now I'm feeling on top of the world. Rejuvenated. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just like, wow. Like, I just think people can really benefit from it. What about you? I think another big, like, positive to just taking time to travel is learning about, like, other cultures and, Mm -hmm. um, like, having a newfound respect for them and also understanding maybe, um, like, 
your your part in that history um or your ancestors part in that history and just overall like understanding the course of history in the world because there's so much to be learned from the past and I really think you can't overvalue like understanding other people's cultures and um how that has evolved over time into what people value now and I don't know I just I personally I love like diving into that kind of stuff I find it really fascinating how every kind of human civilization can be so different but also so eerily similar and I don't know I just I think it's something that's really really important and helps you have a better understanding and more empathy for the humans around you if you kind of understand their background more if that makes sense oh yeah i mean knowledge is power like i think about it in the sense no percent like you don't want to well this is what i've learned is like you don't go to another country and just expect them to speak english because you know english it's like if I was to go somewhere where their native language is not English, even if a lot of people do speak English, it's like you yeah. should go into it knowing that you need to do the work. You need mm -hmm. to try and figure out what to say. Like you shouldn't expect them to put in the work to like, you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. go to certain. You need to go and having done the, not, done the research to like be respectful in their home. Yes. It's the same if you go to like um, certain, uh, middle east countries and you're a woman you know you need to be prepared to cover yourself you need to know what their you know ideals and cultures are even if you don't agree with it you know it's funny because okay this is kind of off topic but fifa had the world cup tournament and it was um qatar. somewhere where the heck was it i can't remember qatar qatar yes it was in qatar yeah. now qatar has very strict beliefs and their beliefs mm -hmm. are not what I agree with, but one of the <laughs> things that they they believe, um, at least their government and their culture is very like anti-gay. And there was a man who was American or not American. I don't know what he was. Maybe he was British, something like that. Not from the area. And he had on a um, like graphic tee of some kind that was like pro LGBTQ, which is great. Mm -hmm. Like wear what you want to wear but they wouldn't let him into the stadium because of what he was wearing, mm. because that was an expression of something they didn't agree with. And a lot of people online were up in arms and they were like, this is ridiculous. Like, I can't believe that they wouldn't let him in. Like that is so like homophobic, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, those things can all be true. You can feel that powerful about your stance. And I can agree with you that I think that he should be able to wear what he wants to wear, but this is not America. You are not yeah. in your country. Your rights are not the same there. And I just, it baffles me that people- As sad as it may be, it's yes, true. It's like, like, but it's like, you can't go into it so like uneducated and just like, like be surprised. Like, I, I, I don't know why, but I just, it's surprising to me that you're so surprised that people still have these situations because it's like, you do realize there are plenty of places in the country or the world, sorry, not the country that like women don't yeah. have the same rights that we do. Things are not like the U S regardless of how you feel about the U S is way better off in certain things than people are willing to admit. And so it's just like, you can't go and travel to these places and not, 
do your research. Like, yeah. And it's one thing it's, it's definitely different because it's, it's one thing if like he did that on purpose to make a statement against Mm -hmm. Qatar. But if he just went there and was like, Oh, I didn't know that you guys were like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, it's like, that's a little bit different. So it's one of those things where you do kind of have to do your research and know what's what and everything if Mm -hmm. anything honestly also for your own safety because yes like you know i don't i don't know how qatar deals with you know gay yeah i don't know know, about it either i don't i know in some countries if you're supporting that or you know being seen participating in that lifestyle that lands you in jail Mm -hmm. that gets you murdered so it's one of those things where you also have to do that kind of research you know, I don't, I don't really give a fuck about being respectful to homophobes, but to keep yourself safe, you know yeah. what I mean? And make sure that you're not putting yourself in like a dangerous position because of yes something as, you know, not trivial as that, because it's important to express yourself and express mm-hmm. for the rights of others. But just to like simply put on a t-shirt one day, not even realizing what you're representing to someone who has such completely opposite beliefs and put yourself in a position of danger. Um, I mean, it's the same <laughs> Sorry, with, um, no, you're fine. It was like, uh, maybe it was Kara and Nate or somebody on YouTube that I watched that travels and they were somewhere. I can never remember where these, the, I, and this is my fault because I should be more educated too on the freaking countries of the world, which is why I play world. <laughs> but, um, they were in like a country. Yes, and- world. Yeah. <laughs> She had on a tank top and she had worn a tank top all day and hadn't really thought about it because, you know, some women cover um, their faces, some cover their heads. Like it just depends on where you are, like different rules for different countries. But they wanted to go to a church and it was like it was okay for her to wear the tank top outside because she didn't practice that religion or didn't whatever. Mm -hmm. But to go in the church, she needed it and she didn't know it at first and like offended so many people. But like, oh no, that's the kind of stuff is like, I, I want to go because I want to see the culture. I want to see the churches. I want to learn about it. I want to eat the food. I want to immerse myself there. But like, yeah, I would never want to disrespect somebody while I'm doing all of that. So it's like, mm-hmm. you want to educate yourself before you go, but also so that you can educate yourself while you're there. It's like, two yeah, in one. Exactly. I don't know. And I think these are all yeah. good things though, because that's the whole point is like, you should want to learn about these things. And like, you know, you don't have to agree with anybody. It's the same with people you meet every day on the street. It's like, you don't have to agree with them, but you can still appreciate that person as a human freaking being. And like, yeah, learn, you know what I mean? Learn why you yeah. don't like them. You know, I, was, which, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, literally, which is why travel is so important because you understand. And that's what I was kind of talking about was like how these cultures at their you know most primitive base evolve over time into what they are now today Mm -hmm. so it's like and even you can see that in things where in like a very oppressive countries you can see things going unchecked over the history of time and people certain people gaining power and that going unchecked and then that evolves into the country that you go and visit today and understanding that culture and how they ended up in that position understanding history gives you the ability to be smart enough to not repeat those same mistakes um and that's what i think is so important about learning about history and culture is because like i said there's so much to be learned from history so that you don't repeat it and 
even if countries are way behind um, from what is kind of standard where we are here in America, understanding that history, even if you disagree with it, is vital to not, one, getting back to that position, but also helping to make strides in the countries that might need a little help along the way. You know what I mean? Offering well, yeah, progressive because... ideas and understanding their perspective. Because you can't go in there and mm-hmm. just be like, this is how it is. You have to understand where they're coming from to even begin those conversations or else those conversations are not going yeah. to go well. I can tell you that right now. But that's it too. Is like, you want to have those conversations. That's great. But like go into them being as knowledgeable as you can and have exactly. your ideas ready to be heard have by some and some and, of them yep. to disagree. You know what I mean? Like it goes yeah. both ways. So I, 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 we got so off topic, but I'm not mad about it. Like I, I'm no, yeah. Um, it's important. It's just like, it's, it's, I, I encourage everyone um, when you have the means to travel, even if it's to one state over one city over whatever you can manage just continue to go see the world and if you can't do that girl watch some travel vlogs because that, or just go outside they do be hidden like you cannot tell That's me some fresh air i'm dead but it's true like you can't tell me that you've been to every place in your city oh, okay no. well maybe if you no. live in like i don't know like a city with one stop sign then yes you've probably been everywhere but like yeah most people live in somewhere where like you haven't hiked every trail you haven't been to every you know river or lake you haven't seen every there restaurant you haven't to be learned yes. from every destination doesn't exactly. matter how close or far it is and it's like you said i mean you just say get fresh air and kind of laugh but like actually like go get some fresh air like yeah go outside take a walk like look at the sun let the sun hit your body because walk like, a new route in your neighborhood literally take like, a different seriously. route to work look at a different yeah. view like literally anything LOL, change your funny. perspective if you do not change your perspective you aren't going to change anything in your life in every no, aspect like oh my gosh write that down <laughs> so write it down so <laughs> it's funny that you say take a different route to work because oh literally today, today. so <laughs> So there are like basically two routes that I can take to work that are basically the exact same. And if you don't know, my boyfriend, Brendan, and I work at the exact same company, um, where Zoe also works. It's just a little party over there. But anyways, so I have a very specific route I like to take to work because there are gorgeous houses along the view and houses above our just, pay grade houses. Um, well, well above our pay grade um but just every time I pass by them I'm just like encouraged and I feel like I have a good day because I look and I'm like wow I'm working towards one of those houses because they're just stunning and oh our dream houses are on there they're they sit next to each yeah. other and they're opposite you guys, of each other yes I'm not kidding you guys I literally have a vision board that it's not on my computer anymore actually because I made a physical one but the old vision board that I used to have as the back ground on my computer literally had a picture of one of the houses on this street like that's how much I love these houses um anyways saying all that to say so there's like a turn that you can take right before the pretty houses start to take you a different route also to the office and it is a little bit faster so Brendan took it this morning and he knows I hate that route which maybe I need to be a little more observant and watch the houses on that route 
but I don't want you to. know that the houses the bring houses you joy. That I love. You know <laughs> exactly. that they bring you joy. <laughs> and I have done the other route. I just have done it way less. Mm-hmm. So, all right, we're getting close to end of time here. So I want to make sure we wrap it up. So I want to know, Zoe, if you had to pick the top, not top three destinations of all time. I just want to know top three destinations that like you could do in the next five years. What are your top three that are like, you want to make them happen soon? I want to make them happen soon. Soonish near, near future five years, three, five years this year. (laughs) Okay. Greece is on there. Okay. And when I say Greece, I have a hard time because Europe I feel like is like smushed into one in my mind because it's like once you're there, it's so cheap to travel like to all of them that like I'm like, well, if I go to Greece, I might as well go to Germany. I'm in Germany. I might as well go to Germany. Might as well go to Poland. You know what I'm saying? Might as well stop (laughs) in Switzerland. It's like they're all so close that I'm like, oh, I want to like just say that they all go together. So I'm going to say Greece. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking Europe. (laughs) My second one is Egypt. I oh, okay. really want to go to Egypt. That's not on even really on my radar. So I'll have to look oh, into interesting. that. Yeah. Not that I don't know what Egypt like looks like from stuff, but like, I've never been like, oh, I really want to go to Egypt. I've never mm-hmm. thought that. I do. I really want to go to Egypt. My third. See, this is hard. Okay. I'm going to say five, but my third is okay. Thailand. My fourth mm, is good, Japan, and my fifth mm. would be Spain. I said five because I can't Hell narrow yeah. them down fully. But those are like, there they are. Yeah. I, I just you, like I you. Thailand because elephants are everywhere. There's like such beauty and like just like culture. Just, I don't know. And I just I've, I love Thai food. Like, I, I don't know. And then... Uh, Japan just because Taryn has hyped up Japan so much for me and like yeah, there are really cool things valid. that I want to go do it was never on the top of my list before until I met her um, yeah. Spain because like are you kidding me <laughs> Spain <laughs> so yeah yeah all right so also if I randomly log off my computer's about to die and I don't have oh, to charge okay. it here because we had to split up. But okay, I'm going to go through mine really, really quick. Okay, My go. absolute number one top is Japan, specifically Tokyo. I love Japanese food. I I like Japanese culture. I don't, I haven't done enough research into it to say like I'm a big lover of Japanese culture, but like I know enough that I'm like, I find it really fascinating and Tokyo as a city just like really fascinates me. So, uh, Japan but Tokyo specifically is a big one for me um another really big one for me is the Maldives I don't know why I just (gasps) it's just like it's so beautiful every time I see pictures of it I'm like oh my god that is so pretty um and then probably Switzerland next to that just because all these expensive I know I'm sorry I'm a bougie beach um but Switzerland just because like the mountains and the snow like the Swiss Alps the the tiny little like Switzerland like villages are so freaking quaint and beautiful and like I just the nature there is like what I'm really after um so those are like my those are my top three um 
but Japan is the one that, like, I am actively, like, Brendan and I are like, we need to start saving for this trip because we want to do it. Which, if we move to Hawaii, it will be a lot easier because it's just a True. little, just a little True. plain red. But I will yeah, say Japanese so. theater was one of my favorite things to learn in my <laughs> undergrad. Um, we, like, really? focused on different cultures and, like, their versions of theater and what they, like, how they adapted and where their original stories came from. And Japanese theater is just beautiful. So I would yeah. definitely, like, have a good time there. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, okay, All well, right. let's wrap it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Anyway, um, yeah, so that is going to wrap up Chapter 3, yeah, The Destination. Three, the Destination. Um, Let us know. I don't know how you're going to let us know, but let us know the destinations that interest you. We're very interested to know. Maybe Comment on our recent Instagram post. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. We're going to post a picture of us in Hawaii and you can comment on that where you want to go next. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget to follow us both on Instagram. I'm at Holly with a Y, not IE underscore Hickman. Zoe is at TGI Zoe. And you can follow our podcast Instagram at chapters.pod. And that's Zoe without a Y, even though some people still to this day in my close At circle Brendan. Uh, think there's a rude. Y. Rude. Rude. Anyway. So um, thanks so much for listening, you guys. Uh, be sure to give us a review. Give us five stars if you loved us on iTunes yeah. or uh, well, iTunes. Yeah. Do they even call it iTunes? Apple Music call it Apple or Podcasts. Spotify or whatever the heck you're listening yeah. on. Um, we would so appreciate it. Uh, yeah. So you got to finish with our closing statement, lady. Oh, snap. I forgot about that. Well, um, (laughs) why don't you tell us one thing that you learned about yourself on our trip? While I find our closing statement, because I definitely forgot what it is. I learned that I very much enjoy the sound of Hawaiian waves specifically because, oh, and I also learned that I really love to lounge in soft grass because the grass in Hawaii is very soft and comfortable. Oh, the soccer complex. Oh, next episode, we have to talk about Dom. We have to talk about Dom. Okay, yeah. Daddy okay. Dom? Okay. Daddy Dom. We found okay. Zoe um, a boyfriend. Oh, my Canadian God. Boyfriend. And I need your help finding him. We have never talked to him. Ever. But Dom, if you're out there, even Ooh. though we've named you, if you, okay, if anyone knows a Canadian male that was in Hawaii from June 9th through the <laughs> 16th for a women's 50 and up and 60 and up soccer tournament, let oh. us know. Yeah. Tattoos. Also, she has tattoos. Yes. Um. Anyway, so... uh closing it that out was a lot so sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh my god guys if you never turn the page you'll never know how your chapter ends